Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sport fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 506. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you from the cab of my F-350 pickup. That's right. Anyhow, uh, yeah, you guys all know where I am, but that's beside the point. Uh, Yeah, what's going on? What's neat? What's wonderful? We're into week 18. 18. We've passed 18, haven't we? And now we got 19, 20, and 21 coming up. 19 is coming up this weekend. There's only three weeks left of the CFL season, then we're into playoffs, then the Grey Cup. And uh, er, there's so much to be decided. Second and third place in the West is not decided yet. We still have a – we don't know who's – we know that BC is playing Calgary, but we don't know where. In the East, the East, Ottawa, right now at four and – what are they, four and 12 or something like that, they actually can make – they can actually get a home playoff game with four wins in the season. Tell me that that's not seriously fucked, okay? Because I, I can't believe it. So Montreal, Hamilton, and Ottawa have not confirmed a Grey Cup position yet, or sorry, a, a playoff position yet. Toronto is in the playoffs, but does not is not guaranteed a home field advantage. Uh, the division title yet, I don't think. I know they get a home field game. I don't know if they're guaranteed title. Montreal might be able to do that. I'll have to take a look at it. Anyhow, I'm going to open up the mic. We only got Will here tonight. Charles is in some training program trying to get better at whatever he does. And uh, Rudy is just AWOL as par usual. Um, anyhow, whatever. So uh, Will and myself, are, we're going to talk uh, football tonight because we can. And we will be able to fill up this two hours and, and probably run out of time and talk about a whole plethora of other things. Uh, we don't have an agenda tonight, so we're going to wing this one. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a show. Like, we're going to go for it. And, uh, Will, your mic is opened up, buddy. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I really resent that remark that when you say only Will, okay? I, I, I'm not crazy about that, but whatever. Anyways, I'm better uh, than you, most you know what? people I, you're, altogether. You're... Hang on, hang on a second. You're 100% correct, I and I apologize to you about that. We have Will <laughs> MacDonald on the show and Christopher Jones, the two, two massive aficionados of the CFL here, and we're going to talk football for the next two hours. Does that work better for you, my friend? Yeah, sure, but I don't know if I'm a aficionado, but that's okay. The hype might be better, but yeah, you are. You know what? It's uh, I, I just get to, I just get to talk about football, and that's all I care about on a Wednesday night. And I can talk about football on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and continue. But yeah, I, people might get bored of what I have to say. So, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you know more about football you know than the majority of fans. There's, there's so, so many, there's so many things, there's so many things that are happening in the CFL right now. 
Um, and there's so many things that are undecided, and that is the best part about having about having having a nine-team league. Okay, it comes down to it's, the end. It's exciting. There's only three or four games for most teams. Um, Montreal they can tie up a playoff spot this weekend, I think. And I do believe they're still in the running for first place in the East. So, hey. So the East isn't decided. There's one spot decided in the West. And, uh, you know, we're coming in the last three weeks. And so some of these games have lots of meaning. And some of them don't mean shit. But we'll see. Let's go over this playoff situation for a bit. Okay? So in the West, we have Winnipeg, who is at a 14-2 with two games remaining. And they have clinched the division title, and they have home field advantage and a buy into the Western final. So their position is locked up. Okay? Correct. BC and Calgary are both 10 and 5 right now. BC holds the season series. So if we went to playoffs right now, it would be in BC. Both teams have three games Correct. remaining. Calgary plays who? Uh, Hamilton? Hamilton. And then Hamilton, a doubler Saskatchewan, with Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan. Right. Yeah. And BC plays Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. So BC honestly has the tougher road than Calgary does. With that being said, I'm told that Zach Caleros is not playing, nor are about 10 starters. That would be a good choice. (laughs) It it, it is. It's a smart move by uh, Michael O'Shea. It's advantageous to the BC Lions and detrimental to the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Calgary should be able to handle Hamilton quite steadily. And both games against the Riders. So I do expect Calgary to win out. Okay? Yeah, so, once again, you know what? I've, 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 found that, I've found that if the games don't mean anything, and I, I don't know, if I, was a, if I was a Calgary player, I'd want BC to win out so I don't have to play in the cold in the Western, or in the Western semifinal. Okay, but that's just me. Yeah. Okay. I I kind of like. I kind of like. I I know I'm not going to sound like a true CFL fan, but I kind of like when football playoff playoff games are not changed by the weather. Okay. I like it where it's mano on mano, you know, skill set on skill set. Not this team won because they put staples in their shoes because there's four feet of snow on the ground. I don't like that. Never have. Yeah. But that is what they consider the CFL. So. It, I know, and I understand you know, that. And so. Uh, so that's that's kind of the playoff situation in the West. Um, Saskatchewan, yes. who are pathetic as it is, at six and ten. Okay. May or may not, they are currently in a crossover position. 
okay? Are they? And we're going to go over the Eastern. Yes, they are. They currently are in a crossover position. So we're going to talk about really? that coming up. But they have two They have two games okay. against Calgary, and that's it, okay? They're, they've, already, they've played 16 games. They only have two remaining games. Both of them are against Calgary. So if Calgary wins out, like I think they will, playing the Riders, then the Riders are toast for the playoffs. They're done. Edmonton. Edmonton actually can surpass Saskatchewan. Okay? Really? Um, well, they can't because they, they played 16 games. So they could tie Saskatchewan. And I don't know who has a season series between the two of them. I don't either. Hmm. Wouldn't that be a hooch? <laughs> right. So, yeah. so currently Saskatchewan is crossing over. That would mean that Hamilton would have to lose all of their remaining games. And Ottawa would have to lose two out of the three remaining games, which is possible. Okay, well, so let's jump, let's, let's jump over to the Eastern Division for a minute. Okay, go ahead. Okay. What was that? I was going to say, the I'm just I'm looking to see. <laughs> I'm looking to see who Hamilton plays for the next three weeks. And they play uh, Hamil- Calgary. Hamilton plays Calgary. They play Ottawa. And they play Ottawa. And Ottawa. So there's a pretty, yeah, there's a pretty back good back chance that there's a pretty good chance Hamilton's not going to lose out for the rest of the season. So, but you never know. No, but they could. They right? could, absolutely. That's why, they, that's why they play the game. And Ottawa, Ottawa has one game against Montreal and two against Hamilton. So if yeah. – so let's start at the top. Toronto – is nine and six. They literally could lose the remaining games and end up at 500 and be winning, be the number one position in the Eastern Division at 500. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it could happen. Okay. Uh, if you've got the schedule up, who does Cal- Toronto play for the rest of the season? Toronto plays uh, Toronto plays Edmonton, Montreal, and Montreal. So they play Montreal back to back. That'll be interesting. So if Montreal wins both of those games, they can't. They will eliminate Calgary from top place. Will eliminate who from top place? Toronto from top place? Toronto, yeah. You said Calgary. Montreal yeah, would okay. have to... Oh, sorry, did I say Calgary? Toronto. Yeah. So, Toronto has to win at least one game. 
right. possibly two. Because if Montreal wins out, okay, and beats Toronto twice and Ottawa once, then Montreal will be the head of the division. Yeah. Pretty fucking weird. And that would be at 10 and 8. You know, and you know, if you think about it, so Montreal and Toronto played back-to-back games the last two games of the season, and then they're going to meet in the playoffs sometime. Man, that could that could make for some bad blood, okay? They're going to hate oh, yeah. each other by the time that comes oh, around, yeah. which, which should well, make for like some good football. Three games in four weeks between Toronto and Hamilton, right? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, earlier in the season. And I mean... And okay, I mean, so Hamilton's not out of it yet, either. So no, every, any team in the in the East could make the playoffs right now. Yep. The only team, the only team that, that I would say is eliminated, and and they're not mathematically, they're not. Edmonton is not eliminated from the playoffs yet. They no. could win out, win two games. They could win two games. And and take the crossover away from Saskatchewan. So let's Edmonton look at Edmonton make the playoffs. Who does Edmonton play? They play BP. And they play Toronto. Oh, doesn't make sense. No. Oh yeah, Toronto BC. Tr- Toronto BC. And. They have a bye the last week. That's it. So yeah, they only, yeah, they have, only two have two games left. So okay. they have to beat they have to beat Toronto and BC, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, although well, mathematically I believe they could make the playoffs, and that depends only because of my ignorance on the season series between Saskatchewan and Edmonton. I don't know who owns that season yeah. series. Let me show you. Okay. Hold on. Uh, sorry, season series between Saskatchewan and Edmonton. Uh, yeah. One for Saskatchewan, and then okay. one for Saskatchewan, one for Saskatchewan. Is that, an, Come is that on. another one? That's, That's a repeat. No, 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 no. Um, don't tell me this. This is bullshit. If this is what happened, I'm going to be upset. Just a minute. Um, wow. Is it possible? Oh, no, one. No, Saskatchewan has beat uh, Edmonton twice. So they, they have. obviously have the, yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. They have the season They have only. Edmonton is, Edmonton has been eliminated from playoff contention then. Why would you say that? Oh, if they're tied at the end. That makes sense. Because if they, if, if they, if they sense. win out, they tie with Saskatchewan, right? And since well, yeah. Saskatchewan has the season series, then they would they would take that. Uh, Edmonton, yeah, Edmonton won in week fifteen. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did. I'm looking at the rest. No, and they don't play each other and again. So, yeah, so no, Saskatchewan so will be in two to one. Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah, Edmonton has been eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean? Okay. Does that mean? But that doesn't mean Saskatchewan made the playoffs. No. It does, it does not. not. It, no, it does, does not. not. Okay. Uh, Hamilton would ha- has to um, win one more game than Saskatchewan does. Okay? Yep. So if Saskatchewan yep. splits with Calgary, Hamilton has to win two games. If the Riders lose both games to Calgary, then Hamilton has to win at least one of the remaining three. And that's it, right? Yep. Because... Yep. For a crossover team to happen, they have to be a full point ahead of the Eastern team. They can't be tied and the season series was theirs. They have to they have, right. they they have to be right. higher yep. in the standings. Yes. Okay? Yep. Now, so that makes – Hamilton is at 5-10 and 10 right now. Saskatchewan is at 6-10. and 10. Okay? So Hamilton needs to be 6-10. and 10 to knock out Saskatchewan if Saskatchewan does not win again. Okay? So if they win all three games, Hamilton, Ottawa is eliminated. Ottawa could catch Saskatchewan with two wins over Hamilton and or one against Calgary. Yeah. No, they don't play Calgary. Who does Ottawa play? Ottawa plays Montreal, play I think. Montreal. Yeah, they play Montreal. Montreal. Okay. So yes, if Ottawa beats Montreal, they're tied with Hamilton going into the two final weeks that Hamilton and Ottawa have to play each other. So then it's head up football if Ottawa can beat Montreal. And yeah. then the winner of those two, two games – Will, will be it. Now, Ottawa owns the season series on Montreal right now. Yep. So, if, if Montreal does not win another game and Ottawa wins out, they will be in second place with a home playoff game, with the semifinal game at, in Ottawa. If, that can actually happen right now. But Ottawa has yeah, to beat could. Montreal and has to beat Hamilton twice. Yep. Right? Yep. That is correct. So Hamilton with three games remaining, one against Calgary and two against Ottawa, could end up higher than Montreal if Montreal loses their remaining games. Yep, they could. Wow, this is all fucked up. Well, and this is exciting because it's a lot can happen. Yeah, the interesting thing in the East is 
on any given day. Well, it, it, it can happen anyway, but especially in the East, on any given day, I mean, the teams are so close. Any team can beat any team. A perfect example is this weekend, Ottawa, who just fired their coach, and they have Bob Dice, you know, stepping in as interim coach. They beat, yep. they beat Montreal. So, yep. I mean, who would have who would thunk? But the teams well, in the East are not a, that strong. There's a surprising statistic out there, and I, I believe it's 67% of all teams that have fired their coach wins yeah, the next that. game and then change. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that could happen. That could happen. So, but yeah. I, I, but I'm looking at, at things, and Ottawa is not that far off the other teams. I mean, the other teams are not that much better. I hate to say it, but they're not. So I, no, I think they're not. I, I, and I and I don't and I don't like to put down the CFL, but this has been one of the years where uh, there are a lot of atrocious teams in the CFL. I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but there are. Well, you know when you ha- so. when you have Winnipeg at 14 and two, BC and Calgary both at 10 and five. That is, what, um, 12, that's 22 games above 500 for those three teams. Yeah. Okay. 22. No, that's not right. Yep. Um, no, 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 no. Anyhow, anyhow, it's, it's 22 more victories and losses, not above 500. But... That's, well, that's no, and, huge. And the most, that's, still, that's, that's a disparity. Yes. yes. The other, the mo- the biggest, the, one of the, I was just looking, and one of the interesting things about the East, last two games of the season, Toronto and Montreal pay, play each other, and basically I think that series will decide first place. They're going to beat the snot out of each other, and then they you are. got a team waiting in the wings. Then you got a team waiting in the wings that could beat both of them because they're too beat up or they have well, too no, many because injuries. You, because because you've got you've got Ottawa and Hamilton beating the shit out of each other for third place. Yeah, but I but I but I don't I don't think I don't think Hamilton. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna are they gonna play their starters against Ottawa? They have to. They you know, if, the they, if they don't, they don't if win. they, yeah, but it's hard to say. So it's funny that Ottawa like, can't I mean, kick the them scary, out. The scariest thing, the scariest thing is, is that Ottawa could still make the playoffs. Yes, That's Ottawa could still get second place. Yeah. So it has been a year of real shitty teams, especially in the East. And they've only got four wins. So I know. And they could end up in second. And they and they and they fired their coach. <laughs> so did Montreal. Yeah. And they haven't really fared much better, in my mind. No. 
No, 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 no. So. Well, they're still they're still a sub five hundred team right now. They are so. They are so. And I saw some lack of discipline the other night against Ottawa, and uh, that's why Mitchell yeah, oh, yeah. went in there was to fix the discipline problem. Okay, so they they shit the bed in Ottawa the other did. night. And it cost me a game. It didn't work. <laughs> it no, didn't work, Danny. It didn't work. Sorry. But, oh, well. But, yeah, so nothing is but, decided in the CFL, and that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Except for Winnipeg. So, so Winnipeg the games will be worth Winnipeg watching. Decided. With the exception of Winnipeg and Edmonton. Those are the only two things that are decided. So. Yes, that's right. But Edmonton then once is again, Winnipeg is home, home. Once again, with uh, two games that mean nothing for Winnipeg, it's really hard to be motivated. You don't play your starters. And they're both against BC. You know, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. That's, it's so. very detrimental to uh, Calgary, I'll tell you that. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean... And the other thing that might happen, I don't know if it will happen. It's hard to say. I don't know what the reports are. If Nathan Rourke comes back, um, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited. Nathan Rourke is practicing now. Um, I I think he comes off the six-game injury list this week. So he's allowed to practice now. Uh, They can keep him on for another week, you know, alleviating his salary. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I mean, is he going to come back in and is, you know, the beginning of the season he lit things on fire, but he had a training camp with the receivers. And and now he doesn't. And, I mean, his number one receiver was Dominic Rimes, so he's still there, right? BC has lost Brian Burnham for the season, and uh, Lucky Whitehead is injured. I think he's got a broken wrist or something, doesn't he, broken hand? No, it was his foot that something he had, like a, that. Yep. Ankle he had a... Oh, was it his foot He's on the one-game injury okay. list right now. I think it's his foot. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, every we team's still, got injuries, so. We still have a fair chunk of receivers. Yeah, they do. I mean, when when you lose two like of the said, top receivers in the league and you still have five good receivers, you've got some depth. Yeah, you do. You do. Okay, so are we going to talk about last week's games? I think that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, we should. We should. Well, yeah, okay. but we got time hey, to kill know, because there's just two of us, so we can we can talk about anything. But we, we, should, we are talking about anything because. Well, yeah, let's talk about last week's it's games because I did watch all of them. Okay. I did watch did all you? of them. So. I, I, I can honestly say that I don't think I watched any of them. 
I, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But let's see what but let's I'm see a, what happens. I'm also um, I'm also I'm also a football fan. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I understand that. But um. And I and I, I, and it, I it was a busy and I don't do. Yeah, and I really don't. To be honest with you, I really don't do much of anything during football season because that's what I do is I watch football, and that's my that's my that's my big time of the year. I like to watch football. So, right, and, and that I um, I watch I, really it, I watch dis- it nonstop. I I really dislike football games during the day on the weekend. Okay, because yeah. I'm busy during the day on the weekends. I don't have time to sit inside yes. when it's daylight and watch football. Okay? Yes. And I understand this weekend that. was was a little different and it wasn't so much because I have work to do because winter's coming, which is very true, but it was the last weekend of racing. And you do know uh-huh. that I'm a stock car racer, right? So yes. yeah, this this was a big this was a big weekend. It was an invitational. There was money on the line. Uh, total points for the weekend. I ended up in second place and and brought home some cash. So so it was a it was a good weekend for me at racing. Uh, unfortunately, racing starts at noon. And the BC Lions game started at one, so I wasn't able to do anything till I came home at, for dinner, and then I I go okay now do I wait and watch the football game tomorrow on demand, or do I just look at the score now? And I went and looked at the score and I went, fuck Toronto beat us, and I didn't watch the game because all I know is yeah. getting beat by. Getting beat by uh, uh, Toronto was embarrassing. Yeah. Especially, might I add, that Calgary sure. basically shut them out the week before. I just, they scored two yeah, points. Yeah, like Toronto gets two, two points. Uh, Sparky, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Why didn't you send me the scores from last week? Okay, there they are. Oh, he did. He did. I got him here. But well, he didn't he send them to me in, in my thing. He sent them on uh, on our podcast chat. Oh, right, on Messenger. Yeah, he usually sends them to you as well. Yeah, he sends them to me as well. That way they don't get lost in all the conversations okay. between everybody. But he didn't right. send them to me. Okay. okay, so the first game was Saskatchewan in Hamilton, in Bitfield to play the Ticats, and this game I was actually listening to on the radio with my wife. We were we went down to the coast, and I, I was down there, went down there for dog food, visit my mom, check out Cabela's, go buy some handguns and ammunition and a bunch of stuff, and uh, so I was listening to the football game while I was traveling on Sirius XM. Man, that must be boring for your wife. How... Oh, it is, it is. She hates it. Absolutely hates it. Um, Hamilton's not a good football team. 
Saskatchewan no, they is are worse. Not. Yes, they are. I, I could not believe how terrible Saskatchewan was playing football. It was just astronomically poor. And and you know the the good thing, the saving grace thing, was that this was in Hamilton. And why I yep. say that is Sirius XM, when they broadcast the CFL game, they take the radio broadcast from the host city. So I got oh, to yeah. listen to Hamilton radio. If I had been, hmm. if it was in Saskatchewan, I would have had to listen to Saskatchewan radio. And that would have been, oh my God, that would have been nauseating for me. But uh, right. never mind my wife. So, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was kind yeah. of a, they, they enjoyed the game. So it was okay. The final score on it was 18 to 14 for Hamilton. Uh, what's your thoughts? You watched the whole thing. What, what went on there, buddy? Good, bad, you know what? Terrible. Okay. Number one. No, number one, neither team is very good. Okay. Neither right. team has a very good quarterback. Neither team has a very good quarterback for some reason. Um, you know, Cody Fajardo, and you've heard me talk about Cody Fajardo. I don't think he's a good quarterback, <laughs> but he had more passing yards. No. He had more passing yards than than Dane Evans. He had 259 passing yards. Um, okay, but but. If you think about it, okay. I mean, you can say uh, you can say Hamilton is not very good football team, but in reality, they uh, they uh, they uh, shut uh, they shut Saskatchewan out in the second half. Okay. Not a single point in the second. They did half. not did not get a single point in the second half, and when it's a when it's a must win football game. What the fuck is up with that? You don't get a point. So I'm saying, okay, where do we start? Who do you fire? I, I'm not going to say you fire Craig Everybody. Dickinson because I like I like Craig yeah, Dickinson. I, I like Craig Dickinson, but I think but I think you fire Jason Moss because their 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 offense is a pop gun. And, and, you know, and I guess we could be talking the same way about Hamilton, but they still have a chance of making the playoffs. So, you know, and I, I it's just... Saskatchewan literally it, blew think, that opportunity. Yeah, but let me, let me just look here because I think I just want to, I just want to make sure I'm right about this. Um, you still there, CJ? You seem to have gone away. Okay. Um, no, I'm here. Let's just look at. Let's just look at this for a minute. Just hold on. Um, Saskatchewan. One. Two. Uh. Uh. Three, uh, four, five, 
What are you looking at? Saskatchewan is on a five-game losing streak right now. Oh, They've lost correct. five games in a row. They've lost five that's games correct. in a row. Um, so to think they're going to turn it around and make the playoffs, I think uh, I think this season is lost. And let's let's throw in that I did see an article this week from Jeremy O'Day saying they still have a chance to be in the Grey Cup, but it's going to be a harder road. Really. Really. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't believe that. You might. Nah, you don't fucking believe that. But, hey, say anything to keep our job. You know what? Saskatchewan's a tire fire. Hamilton's not better. Not much better. So, once again... It's the okay. theme of this podcast means seems to be shitty football teams because that's what they are right now. They're so, shitty football teams. J- Jeremy O'Day is correct, but for the Riders to make the playoffs or make it to the Grey Cup, they would have to win two games against the Stampeders, who are fighting for a home playoff position. Good fucking luck. Right. Yeah, that's just my, that's just and my opinion. Even if they, and even if they do get past somebody, are they going to get a new quarterback between now and then? Because they're not going to win with Fajardo. Sorry, not a fucking hope but, in hell. But who do who do who do they have to win? If they take two from Calgary, then they are yeah. going to play Montreal. Then they got right. to play Toronto. Then they got to play right. Winnipeg, BC, Calgary. I don't know. Right. They're not. They're not getting to the Grey Cup. Jeremy O'Day's on drugs. He's smoking meth. Well, he's doing something. That's for sure. So. Stay off of meth. Anyways. Okay. So. We, we spent Hamilton too much time 18, on this game. Saskatchewan 14. Total points were 32. Charles took Hamilton. Will took Hamilton. TJ took Saskatchewan. Rudy took Saskatchewan. I took one for the team here because every time I pick Saskatchewan, which I absolutely fucking don't want to ever do, but every time I pick Saskatchewan, they lose. Okay. And that's happened all season. Uh-huh. So Charles Charles got 18, 118. Will got 106. CJ got zero. And Rudy got 20. Wow. CJ got nothing. I want you to know that this Big week sucked for me. Big donut. Big donut. Okay. The next game was Saturday afternoon. Yep. At one o'clock Pacific time. What a dumb fucking yep. time to have a game. Okay? Beside the point. BC played the Argonauts at BMO Field in Toronto. And 
The only thing that I have to say about this game, because I, I went over a lot of things, I didn't get to see, I didn't watch it, and I refused to watch it on demand. Um, BC was undisciplined, took too many penalties, couldn't find the end zone, couldn't do anything right. I, even the kicker, Sean White, the most consistent kicker in the league, fucked up. So, what do you say about this game other than the BC Lions shit the bed? You know what? They, they once again, um, Vernon Adams still does not look comfortable in my mind with the offense. Okay? I, I don't know if that's because, you know, it's, it's, it's hard enough for a quarterback to go into an offense and, and, and be functional at it. It helps when you have all the starters in the offense, receivers and everything, but BC doesn't have that either. So not only is he new in the offense, there's receivers that are new in the offense, and it, they, don't, they don't seem to be jiving at all. And, I mean, you can't, you, can't really, you can't really blame BC's defense when they only let in 20 points, okay? They were, nope. they were on nope. the field a lot. They were on the field a lot, and they get tired, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, and, I mean, let's face it. I mean, let's see. There's one, uh, two, three, four, uh, four, and let's see. I mean, Toronto, 12 of their points were field goals. So, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, they bent, but they didn't break. Job. Right. And I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? It was a close game. I don't think it should have been a close game because BC, I think, is a better team than Toronto. But they just didn't. They weren't on this night, you know. So the, the 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 interesting thing about Toronto is they always have, you know, in boxing they say you have a puncher's chance. I think Toronto always has a chance because and and people don't like McLeod Bethel Thomas, but he can throw that fucking ball down the field, and you always have a chance when you got a guy who can throw the ball down the field. So, yeah. So, but that's really but all they I have to say. They got to put it in the end game. zone. I didn't think they can't just keep. They can't go through the season on field goals, and then they have been. Field goals don't win games. Let's face it. Okay. They keep it they close, but I don't one, think they win yeah. games. They didn't in this one. So, anyways, that's all I have to say about that game. So. BC has lost five games this year, okay? Yeah. Two of them were complete, absolute meltdowns. This was one of them, and the other, in my opinion, was the Winnipeg game, the first Winnipeg game. Right. Right. And that's it. Otherwise, they've been really close and, you know, should have won a couple more but didn't. 
And, I mean, the same thing can be said about Calgary. So, well, no, but you can also say yeah. you can also say about BC they could have lost a couple more too. Yeah, they could have. Think about it. But let's let's because what team in the CFL this year lost their number one quarterback for the entire season or half the season besides Ottawa? Well, nobody. nobody. Everybody nobody. has injuries, though. Sorry. Everybody has injuries. Yes, I, and I'm not using it as an excuse, but when your starting quarterback goes down, if Jake Mayer went down, you've got Bo that goes into If Zach Caleros goes down, what's Winnipeg got? Uh, well, right? I think they got uh, the you know, guy. I think they got the guy on the bench that's the trainer. I think he'd play quarterback for them because I don't know who their backup quarterback well, is. Got, oh, it's uh, what's his name? Well, is it's, it's Dominic name? Davis, is it? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's uh, uh, Ottawa, or sorry, that's Montreal. Ottawa, right? Um, no, it's it's it starts with a P. He was in Calgary last year during training camp. Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Pipkin is in BC. He's not going to do that well. Yeah, no, this guy starts with a P2. No, and, um, and that, that's my point. For BC to be second in the West right now at 10 and 5, and, you know, not having their quarterback for nine games is is huge. Yeah. I mean, they've done well. I mean, they have, they have, they have me, they have maintained their position. Okay, and yeah. uh, what more could you ask for? What more could you ask for? But it also has been an extremely weak year. <laughs> okay, for a lot of it teams, has, so. it has, yeah. So okay, and I'm so, thinking about the Calgary there as well. Was, so yeah, what did. Winnipeg's the only team that really hasn't been phased. But in in all honesty, that yeah, they're fourteen and four, fourteen and two right now. Um, yeah. They uh, they haven't been winning those games convincingly. And I know yeah, you, you know always what? say a win is a W is a W is a win is a win is a win is a win. It doesn't it matter. Is. They're not beating Edmonton by massive amounts. They're not beating Ottawa by massive amounts. They're just doing enough to get by. Well, in reality, and that's all. It, that's all that's required. This, this this past week, they did beat Edmonton by a whole bunch. <laughs> they did. So. So. We're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. Okay, so this was Toronto 23, BC 20. Total score was 43. That sounds really close to that 45, that's 42 that CJ always picks. Um, Charles took BC. He lost. Will, you took Toronto. CJ took BC. Yep. Rudy picked Toronto. So, Will and Rudy got 100 points. Charles ended up with 30. Will got an extra 32. TJ got 40. And Rudy got 34. So, so far, I've got 40 points out of two games. 
plus the hundred for the win, right? That we got. I didn't get it. You did. Plus the hundred for the win. No, me and Rudy did. Yeah. So. Yes, you and Rudy. Rudy and I. Sorry. We were talking about that prairie education a little while ago. Okay. So the third game was, as you said, was the Winnipeg blowout of the Edmonton Elks. And this was at IGF Field in Winnipeg, and they just went to town and showed their domination. It was an embarrassing game for Edmonton. I'm, I'm really disappointed. I thought they were going to be better than they are at this point in the season. But Edmonton just dunked this one out. Yes, they did. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm not going to say I'm losing faith in Chris Jones, but I really thought he'd be in a better position than he is right now. Well, Hard to say. You know, I, 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 here's something that I, I really want to know, and I've seen it in numerous games this year where Winnipeg's involved. I mean, you will agree with me that every team, before they play another team, they sit around and they watch game fill constant, game fill constantly, right? So that's, that's my question is this: my question is this is, <laughs> is in the week, the game this week against Edmonton, and I've seen it when Calgary has played Winnipeg three times this year. Nobody covers fucking Dembski. Okay, he's wide open by 20 yards all the fucking time. How does that happen? The only only thing that I can say about this, and I understand what you're saying, is that he can't be covered. Yeah, but the people I, I don't just, know what else to say. The people... The people, the people, not pay attention to him because he's a Canadian receiver, and he doesn't look overly fast. But he's fast when he needs to catch the ball, and he's wide he's open a, all the freaking time. So I don't get yeah, it. But I know. Oh well, I don't get it at all. And then you get. You get this rookie Sean guy from from Winnipeg, and he's open all the time too. And I mean, he's he's got to be the he's going to be the rookie of the year for sure. And nobody's covering him, and I don't get it. And I'm not just talking about Edmonton here, but so that was the problem with Edmonton. Uh, Winnipeg had four touchdowns first four series, and you knew the game was over <laughs> before it even got started. And uh, I guess you know I expected I expected bigger things from Edmonton because they had looked good the week before, and they just lost. And then they looked even better the week before that, and they won. And so, but it seems that Winnipeg has another gear. You know what? You got to give Winnipeg credit where credit is due, because basically their entire their entire receiving core is different from last year and the year before. Yeah. And uh they also and they also don't have Andrew Harris. 
But the one thing they do have is Zach Kolaris, and I think he makes every team and every receiver look good. For some for some reason, that ball has eyes when he throws it. And, well, it, and it helps when you have a massive offensive line behind you. In front of you, I mean. In front of you. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. 100% agree. Now, you, you do know that, and, and I've said it umpteen billion times, that I believe that Zach Caleros is the best quarterback in the CFL and has been for a decade. He just has not had the O-line or the set of receivers to do that or the help. But technically right. and skill-wise, the man is amazing. Can't, can't argue with you. Can't okay. argue with you. And can't argue just, with you just, at all. He's, he's fucking amazing. And um, I, I think Zach Caleros would be good on any team that can protect him. It's not just because Winnipeg. I mean, I think he would have done very well in, in BC, would have done very well in Calgary. Uh he, he couldn't do anything in, in Saskatchewan because they don't have an O-line. can't do anything in Hamilton. He doesn't have an O-line. Ottawa doesn't have an O-line, right? So you need to protect this guy. Yep. You do. And if, if, you, if you can protect him, then, you know, you're going to you're, – you're, you're going to get – performance out of him, and Winnipeg is doing just that. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, where where are we here? We're talking about this, this game. What, what happened here? Oh, God. Nothing. Okay. Uh, the final score was 48-49. Where, where, Sparky, I've lost you. 48-11 uh, to 11 for Winnipeg over the Elks. That's a total of 59 points. Uh, Charles, you picked Winnipeg. Will, you took Edmonton. CJ took Winnipeg. Yep. And uh, Rudy took... Winnipeg. So, Will was the only one that lost here. Uh, Charles picked up an extra 26 points. Will got 8. CJ got 17. So, I'm up, up to 56. No, 156 points so far. And Rudy picked an extra 20 up. Okay. So, the final game. Now, this is this, this is a pet peeve of mine with the CFL. And, and you know I've got quite a few pet peeves. One of them is is head coaches being coordinators. And uh, yeah. another one is Monday games. I don't like Monday games. They're absolutely atrocious. It's not fair to the players. Usually the, the teams are coming off a bye or going on to a bye or something like that so they get a good rest out of it or whatever else. But this year the schedule is fucked. 
and I don't know how else to describe it, but it's fucked. We have Montreal and Ottawa playing on Monday, and then we have Montreal and Ottawa playing each other again on Friday. How does that make sense? That's four days rest. These are football players. They can't play double headers. It's not baseball. You know, it's not yeah. naked pickleball. No. It's, it's it's a contact sport, and these these people have to recover from that. And four days rest, I think that should be against the rules for the CBA. And I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, at that least we could have done it put the game on Saturday. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it, it's really, this is a huge P for me. I don't think we should ever play a game on Monday. I don't care if it's Thanksgiving, Labor Day. I don't care. Let that day, let that long weekend day be for people's families. Let's play two games Friday, two games Saturday, and and that's it. That's 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 what our week should be, not Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night games, and certainly not fucking Monday. I I I I cannot express my opinion on this any stronger. Uh, why we do it? I don't. I have no idea. But so Ottawa went into Montreal to play the Alouette. And they just bitch slapped them. I, I don't, you watched this game. You tell me what it was like, because I uh, I watched some of it, but not a lot of it. It just looked like Ottawa let them around by a nose ring. You know what? Actually, Ottawa. The biggest thing about this game is all Ottawa wanted it more. You've heard the people say this before. But they looked like they wanted to win the game. I think they wanted to win the game for their new head coach and their old head coach. And uh, the most interesting thing is you're always you're always going on and on about about uh, head coach should not be the offensive coordinator. Okay, when they when they fired. When they fired Paul LaPolice and they were preparing for this game, they did not have one person in their organization that had ever called a football game, called plays for a football game. As, so as as an as a coordinator. As a coach. Nobody has ever called an offensive football game on that staff. So they brought somebody in as a as a as a kind of a guru, but Will I think his name is Will Arndt called his first ever CFL game and he did quite well because they won the game. And Arbuckle, other than the times when he wants to throw interceptions there's the other stat I, I didn't realize until watching this game on Monday. You know how they always talk about interception to touchdown ratio? Um, it's the other way Nick around. Arbuckle. 
should be touchdown to interception. Yeah, Nick Arbuckle. Nick Arbuckle has four touchdown passes and 14 interceptions this season. Holy Which is absolutely that sounds like Gar- is insane. It's insane. Cortez came in. And, right. And Danny Machocha, your football team's not very fucking good because you lost to that quarterback. You should be ashamed of yourself. So, anyways, Ottawa played a decent game. They did what they did, and and they won. So, nothing else matters. And they had a fairly balanced attack, and they went with Arbuckle's strengths. And I can't remember if he threw a pick or not. I don't think he did. Can't remember. And they won the game, and that's all Will cares about because he picked Ottawa. Went out on a limb and picked Ottawa. So there you go. Go ahead, TJ. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you think? Do you yeah. Think here's well, a, here's I mean, a thought. Do you think? Do you think Rudy's not on the podcast tonight because he forgot it was Wednesday and thinks it's Tuesday? Because it was a long weekend. Possibility. Well, no, no, it can't be. No, no, that's not right. Because look, who? Seen by Will and Charles. Where was the last time that Rudy was in here? Earlier today. We were talking about this, that, that the game, the thing was coming tonight, and, and Rudy had said that he, he would rather have it on Wednesday night than Tuesday because, or Thursday because Thursday wasn't good for him, right? Yeah, but, but did you think he was thinking today was Tuesday? No, he can't. He's not that stupid. Well, no, no. Some people, I don't know if Rudy is working right now, so I don't know if he missed it. Who knows? I don't know. Okay, so uh, here, here, here. At 8.23 this morning, Rudy said, yeah, run it tonight. I can do one tomorrow, but I really don't want to. If it's possible, uh, it's possible I'll be in Moose Jaw or Medicine Hat, depending on where I stay tomorrow night. So he said, do it tonight. Those are yeah, his okay. words. So we did it tonight, and he didn't show up. Okay. So did we finish, finalize this game here, or no? No, we didn't yet. Sure. We're done. We're done. I'm good. We're done, yeah, but I got to get the sparky thing. And Sparky, I got to go find his shit all the time. He didn't send it to me. Okay, uh, Ottawa 28, Montreal 18. Total score was 46. Uh, Will, you took, or Charles took Montreal. Will took Ottawa. CJ took Montreal. Rudy took Montreal. Will, you're the only one. You're the magician that picked Ottawa. Yep. Uh... Charles got 38 points. Will got 26. CJ got 
34, and Rudy got, I don't know, somebody stuck a fucking heart on it. I can't see it. Anyhow, doesn't matter. Um, okay, so the final this, uh, panel with Scott. Okay, so Will's in first place. He scored third, uh, 372. Charles got 312. Rudy got 310. And CJ got 182. So the standings are now Will still in top spot with 5,970. Charles is in second at 5,692. Rudy passed CJ for third spot. He's now got 5,284. And CJ is in the basement with 3,282. So Rudy is two points ahead of me. Well... I don't care. I took one for the team. Saskatchewan lost. And that's okay. my story, and I'm sticking with it. Okay. okay. So, we got scores to pick. Now, here's where we are. And the rule is you got to get your score. If you're not on the podcast, you got to get your scores in before the end of the podcast, right? Correct. It never happens. Rudy will put his scores in tomorrow and whine that he he got them in before the first game. But our rule was you got to get them in before the end of the podcast. So I'm staying out of this one. Um, Charles did put in his scores. Uh, the first yeah, game was Montreal in Ottawa. Very important game for both teams. Charles takes Ottawa total score 46. Will, what are you going to do here? Montreal or Ottawa? Danny Machocha or Bob Yeah. I, I'm not a big Danny Machocha fan, but but I'm thinking Ottawa's only going to catch Montreal once. So I'm going to go Montreal 41. Montreal, 41. Okay. Um, Rudy's not here. CJ's going to do this one. And uh, you know what? Lightning in a bottle. Ottawa takes it. Uh, 42 points. I'm going with Ottawa. The next game, Charles took Ottawa 46. I don't know if I said that already. Uh, the next Same game did. is Hamilton. Next game is Hamilton in Calgary. Charles took Calgary yep. at 44. What's Will going to do? Will is going to take Calgary 43. Will's taking Calgary at 43. Wow. CJ's going to take Calgary, and I'm going off the board at 60 points. Okay. 
That's my that's my go-to number after 42. I go high. I'm going 60 points. The next game is Toronto uh, in Edmonton playing the Elks. Argos in playing the Elks. Charles took Toronto at 50. What say you will? Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, you might want to bring Rudy in. He's here now. He said he had internet problems. His number's on the bottom. No, he said he fell um, asleep. Oh. No, he said he had internet problems. Um, yeah, I see that. Um, ah, shit, this is a tough one. Because Toronto's that, not that good of a team. And they're playing who? They're playing Edmonton. Edmonton. In Edmonton. in Edmonton or in Toronto? Oh fuck in that! Edmonton. I'm uh, I'm gonna say Edmonton's got nothing to lose. They're gonna be loosey goosey. I'm gonna say Edmonton forty three. Edmonton forty three. Okay. Um. Yes. I'm gonna take Edmonton as well. And I'm going with my 42. And just give me a second here, and we'll go go get what's his name? Dale. The Rudy Monster. Okay, I'm phoning him. He's going to get stuck in hey. the hot box there for a second. He, last time he did that, he hung up. Good. Just yeah, a second. Let's see what happens. Maybe he remembers. Maybe he remembers. I got, I got him online, and I got the mic open. Rudy, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how's it going? There you are. Okay, we're doing well. We're we're ripping along through things here. We are doing the scores right now. Um. You have to jump it up real quick. We got three of them done. Montreal in Ottawa. What do you say? Uh, I'll go with Montreal. Um, Montreal. Montreal forty-one. Will took Montreal at forty-one. Okay, Montreal, 42. CJ took that 42. Okay, Montreal, 40. <laughs> Charles took 46. Okay, yeah, 40. There you go. Um, Hamilton into Calgary. Yeah, um, I got Calgary... Calgary 53. Calgary 53. Okay. And Toronto into Edmonton. Toronto into Edmonton. Well, Toronto doesn't win our... Edmonton doesn't win home games. Toronto 42. Toronto 42. You know that CJ's number that he picks all the time, right? The 42? 
Will's got 43, yeah. and Charles has 50. Okay. Winnipeg, B.C. Uh, B.C. 44. Where's that at, C.J.? NBC. NBC. It's NBC. And you say Zach's not starting. Zach is not starting, nor is 10 of the starters for Winnipeg. Yeah, they're not even, a bunch of them aren't even making the trip. No. Yeah. Shit. It's a tough one. Yeah, no, it's not. Bombers, uh, 43. You're taking Winnipeg, and you're going, what, 43? Yeah. I'm I'm going to take BC. I'll go with 42 on that one. Okay. Those are the scores. We put them away. Sparky could get them. Okay, so now we don't have an agenda. We got 45 minutes left in the show. Oh, excuse me. What was that? African barking spider. Um, okay. <coughs> what's up? What's new? What's wonderful? Who... What 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 are we going to talk about now? What was I like to talk about? I did on our page. Mm, I put a uh, I put a check checking down news and notes from week nineteen. You could start with that one. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you see this? What? The uh Toronto uh NFL team is called the or not yeah, NFL team is called the Toronto Red Foxes. Yeah. Okay. So the big discussion topic was something that I posted the other day about Derek Cave. And, yes, we will get to what you just suggested. Well, just so give me a second here. Uh, Derek Taylor posted up, and this is what he said. He said, it's straight-up nonsense that only one of BC slash Calgary will be in the final four. If Nathan Rourke were healthy, this would be an incredible embarrassment to the CFL. Stop the G geography-based baloney and let the best teams compete for the Grey Cup. Oh, my God. And then it went nuts. 248 comments. This is all about one division versus two divisions and stupidly laid out. There was a couple of suggestions where I thought was pretty interesting where they did, they took the top team in each division and then did a wild card on the rest. It was, it was kind of an interesting way of doing it. But I don't know. 
it's it's very difficult to get through to people's heads, especially people in in Toronto, in Eastern Division fans, especially Rick Cork, that it's not about the six best teams getting into the playoffs because that usually happens with the crossover. It's about where those teams place. Right now, BC and Calgary are fighting for a playoff position or a field game, and there isn't an Eastern team even close to them. And the Montreal, at this point in time, with seven victories on the season, two games below 500, is going to have a home playoff game where one of two teams that are currently at 10 and 5 are not. They're going to be on the road. And that's what's not fair about this division. William, I know we've, we've done this before, but it's, it's so yeah, fucking obvious year. right now. Why, why is this not changing? Well... You know, and I and I think there's poor enough attendance in the in the Eastern League. I don't think you could do it because the TV ratings for the playoffs might go down. I didn't say we're going to go down. I said might go down. But I think for the diehard fans, they wouldn't. But um, I, I, once again, and we've mentioned this before, I think it would force the Eastern teams to get better. Because they know they can come in and, and have a 4-15 record and still win. Okay? So I'd love it to change, but I don't know. I, I made a suggestion the other day that that if they were to change this, they could change it where the third-place team in the West plays the first place team in the east and the first place team in the west plays the the third place team in the east um, it, that might give you a better chance of having an all western final or would the way to be would the way to go sorry You've taken away the buys. You've taken away the yeah, bye week I by know. doing that. Well, well, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot about the first week. Let's let's switch it around. Say the second place team in the in the West plays the third place team in the East, and vice versa. Okay. Um, or for that matter, you keep the East and the West divisions, and at the end of the season. You take the five or the six best teams and first place plays sixth and so on and so forth and do it that way. Or the two first place teams in each, each division get a, get a bye. Or maybe the first place and the second place team gets a bye and everybody plays off against each other. That would be another way to do it. The way it's working right now, it's we're going to have – 
we're going to have a shitty Eastern team in the Grey Cup. And the scariest thing is, on any given day, anybody can beat anybody, and that team could win the Grey Cup, and I don't think they deserve to be there. Because then, if that's the case, then why not just make the whole season a playoff season? Because obviously the regular season doesn't mean anything if a shitty Eastern team can get into the Grey Cup. Well, both Montreal and Hamilton have beat Winnipeg so far this year. They're the only two teams that have. Yep. Yep. So, and both Montreal and Hamilton are terrible teams. Yep. So, what that means, it was an off night for Winnipeg. If that happens in the Grey Cup and Hamilton ends up winning the Grey Cup after not winning it for 28 years or whatever it is, that that would be a, just simply atrocious. That That's a Marcus Crandall yes, type of event. Yep. I agree. I, I, I don't see a solution to this other than and then one one division. I really don't see a solution. Rudy, no, I don't Rudy, either. do you have a thought on this? Um, no, no, I kind of agree with what Will had to say there. Um, I don't know. To me, kind of looks bad <clears throat> having a team that's barely five hundred go to the Grey Cup, but um. Yeah, it's just this beast division, man. Um, I I tend to not so much agree with the whole worrying about the ratings thing. I mean, I'm sure some people wouldn't tune in, but you're never going to get higher ratings than if you have, say, uh, Winnipeg playing in Saskatchewan um, Western semifinal. Um, And that's what butts in the seats and just TV ratings in general. So... Half the time, the Western Finals better than the Grey Cup. Well, the Western Final is usually the two best teams in the CFL. Usually. Usually, yep. And, yeah, last year the Western Final was arguably better. Um, And 2019, not really, but... A lot of the times it is. I still, my big problem is right now, BC or Calgary, who are tied for second place in the West, tied for second place in the league, one of them is not going to get a home field game when a 7 and 11. Montreal Alouettes could be. Or what's even scarier right now is Ottawa, who is currently at 14 and 11, could actually get that home playoff. 4 and 11. They could actually get a home playoff game if they win their next three games. Yeah, and and that part of that's having the two on balance divisions too. Um, 
I don't know if you get an extra team over there, if that'll change things, but... Well, Rudy, if if we get an extra team, it doesn't matter what division it's going to be in. I would suggest that the schedule then has to be every team plays every other team twice, once home and once away. So then you don't end up playing Ottawa four times in a year. Right? That's what happens right now with only nine teams is that it, it, this interdivisional thing, and that's what needs to go away more so than the playoff format. Is Toronto and Montreal shouldn't be able to beat up on one team four times in a season. Everybody should get a shot to beat up on Edmonton or, or Ottawa. And the the CFL hasn't well known it's an unbalanced schedule. But it's always been an unbalanced schedule. Very rare. Can it, 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 until we get 10 teams, it's going to be. Great. And even, yeah, like Winnipeg, Winnipeg, uh, Winnipeg got pretty favorable by league schedule this year, but they don't get a beat up on Edmonton or Ottawa four times or anything like that. No, they played Saskatchewan how many times? Three. Was it only three? Well, four was a preseason game, but yeah, three extra season. Right. And, and you it. swept them. Yeah, so, well, I mean, those were gimmies. Well, they haven't lost a game in Saskatchewan since 2019, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just totally disgusted with the schedule this year. I don't know how people could think that that was. I don't anybody know how somebody can put a schedule together like this and be proud of it. Because, you know, I don't care what I do, whether it's being a firefighter or a race car driver, working in, in whatever, in flood relief, whatever. I am proud of everything that I do every single day because that's what I do. I try to do it to the best of my ability. And whether or not that efficient enough is another story, but I have to be at least proud of my efforts and, and my work ethic. There's no way that the person who created the schedule could be proud of it. They can't be. They can't go, wow, man, fuck did I ever rip this. Well, awesome. well, but you know what, though? You think about it, and I'm not condoning this schedule whatsoever, for us, for Calgary to play, to play Edmonton, including exhibition, five times in the same season is ridiculous. But um, we do have, you know, we're we're near the end of the season, and we do have some meaningful games at the end of the season. That has to do, that does have to do with the schedule somewhat. 
and the shitty teams. So, you know, I mean, but I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I'd rather see, I'd rather see Winnipeg, Calgary, five times in a season than Calgary and Edmonton. Or for that matter, yeah, you play Calgary is only going to play Edmonton. Calgary's only going to play Saskatchewan two times this year. I mean, that's one of Calgary's biggest rivalries yeah. is Saskatchewan. How come we only played them two times this year? So great. Great, and some people are going to argue with what Will said uh, about the Battle of Alberta having Edmonton Calgary go at it. But Will would know more than both of us on it. I don't, I don't know if that's what generates uh, ticket sales anyway in Calgary and Edmonton lately, or if uh, it's a bigger draw if they're playing, uh, say Saskatchewan or Winnipeg. Well, you know, Saskatchewan games always get get lots of people because there's so many people from Saskatchewan living in Alberta, and they pull out their grungy fucking green jerseys once a year. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I I I when you know I I'm good with seeing Edmonton. Normally, we see Edmonton three times a year. And there's the one game, right. and then there's the back-to-back Labor Day games, which I love. Okay, and they're they're usually good. Okay, and lots of people go out to them, especially Labor Day in Calgary when you have the flyover and everything. It's a big this year. That was the biggest crowd I've seen in Calgary in in probably five years for Labor Day. And we knew that Edmonton was a shitty team, so people still came out though. Which is so I, I don't know if it just depends on on the given year, what's going on. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Winnipeg, Saskatchewan would rather see five games against Winnipeg in a season because that's a big rivalry for them. But instead, they, you know, and and to think, I mean, going into this season. I was thinking Saskatchewan was going to be right up there, and I thought that would have been a good rivalry between Saskatchewan and Calgary. And like I said, end of the season, they played two games back-to-back, and in reality, depending on what happens this weekend, only one of them is probably going to mean anything. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, and see, Winnipeg is a good draw when they're playing Saskatchewan or Calgary, but if they're playing BC Edmonton, it's hit and miss. Yeah, and you know what? In two weeks, in two weeks, if the Saskatchewan game in Calgary, if it doesn't mean anything, it's a cold day, I'm not shocking going to the game. Why would I? It's it's going to mean something, Will. Well, it's, I'll be going to the game Friday night with Will, and it at least still means something. That Edmonton-Toronto game Saturday doesn't mean anything. Well, Toronto still hasn't locked up first place. Yeah, true. 
And Edmonton is going to play real loosey-goosey because they are out of it. Nothing to lose. And they are the A team that is completely out of it is the most dangerous. Yeah. yeah, I I hate to say it, but they really are. Guys are playing for jobs. Did you guys talk about uh, Rourke throwing the ball at all yet? A little bit. A little bit. He's he's still on the six game injury list, so he's only allowed to practice this week. If they don't pull, if he's off the six game, if they keep him on, then he has to stop practicing. So it's it's one of those things where we don't know where he is. I think this this was a test to find out whether or not he can actually perform. I uh, I don't expect him to play football against Winnipeg, Edmonton, or Winnipeg. Uh, if he's going to play, he'll, it, it will be in the playoffs against Calgary. You think they, they may bring him out to get some timing issues, but he's not going to be there for the play. What's that? Would you put him in in the playoffs without getting any snaps? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, maybe you'll put him in the last game against Winnipeg. Um because the games against Winnipeg, none of the BC Lions games mean anything to the opponents, right? Edmonton or Winnipeg. And like we just said, Edmonton could be dangerous, so I wouldn't put Rourke into that Edmonton game. And nor would you want to put him in against Winnipeg where now you've got second stringers that are playing for jobs? Yeah. You know, this is a dangerous situation playing a team that has nothing to play for. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of worried about Winnipeg getting a little bit complacent this year. Um, It was probably good they lost that game in Hamilton because they still got a few games left, and I don't think they're going to have starters playing the rest of the way. Well, we will see what happens. I thought it was interesting to learn the other week Winnipeg was going to reacquire Kenny Lawler from Edmonton if he didn't get that injury. His uh, $300,000 contract was basically paid out. Well, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have mattered, that, you know, the, the trade deadline, and you would only be responsible for the games after the trade, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, but he got injured. It's not a three hundred thousand dollar contract. It's a it's it's prorated. Yeah. Oh, personally, I think Winnipeg just needs to go upgrade their secondary, and they did. So, they reacquired Alford from Hamilton. Yeah. It's an interesting. It's exciting times right now. I mean, realistically, will. Uh, you've been a football fan for fuck near as long as I have, okay, which is 50 years. Um, have you yeah, ever which are way older than the, I am. The wire? Yeah, 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 right. Um, um, have you ever seen a season where where so many games are going to mean so much right to the very end? Well, and I can't, I can't remember. So, but you know, 
I mean, it's probably it is it is kind of exciting, and it's, and it's worth watching the games, right? I mean, yeah. So, would I normally go to this game on Friday night? I don't know if I would this year, but since Rudy's going to be here, I will go to the game. And actually, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be quite nice out that night. So, so I'm not worried about weather. Not that I ever worry about weather if it means something. But yeah, yeah. we got two Friday I mean, games and two Saturday games this week. Yeah, and our game on Friday night is 7:45 Calgary time. So, which is just uh-huh. insane. Yeah. So, well, is the lighting pretty good at McMahon? No, Rudy. We don't have lights at McMahon. It's an old stadium. You gotta yeah. about about <laughs> the middle of the third quarter. About the middle of the third quarter, they ask everybody to stand up and turn their cell phone light on. Okay. Yeah, help provide lighting. They they got they got those those lights on the on the helmet. You know, like kind of. You wear them around on your forehead. Yeah, no. It's uh, the worst thing there. What's your weather like right now, uh, Will? Is it going to be cold there? No, I think I read today 8 o'clock it's still going to be like 13, 14 outside, which is fine. With, yeah, that's not so bad. So, no, no. So we'll see, but that can change. Calgary, the weather changes in 15 minutes. So yeah, we'll see. I say the same thing in Mary here. If you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. we had nicer weather exactly up right. north last weekend. It uh, snowed around Brandon a little bit today, or a couple days ago. Snow? What the fuck is that? I haven't even had frost here yet. Well, it was nice and I was up north at past the paw this past weekend, but it's uh, starting to cool down in the morning here. I don't know. I'll be going to Medicine Hat tomorrow night, so. Yeah, we haven't had rain no. since April. It's ridiculous. No, we, we've, and, we've uh, had rain fall here. We're we're still temperatures are still in the mid twenties. It's a little chilly yeah. at night, but not bad. Okay, so uh, that's the end of that conversation. Where are we now? This twenty minutes too. Uh, we've done our division argument here. Now, Will, you posted something on in the group chat, which was what? It was CFL. You know, I read it. It's not that. I read it. It's not that spectacular. <laughs> so, it's some general information. You read it, CFL, but give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. 
Well, the prediction time, we've done that, right? Check it out. News and notes from week 19. Well, how can we have week 19? We're we're in week 19. Yeah, but they're talking about before week Uh, 19. Like this week leading up to the games. Okay, so here's the highlights from each team. BC Lions... Uh, Nathan Rourke returned to the field for the first time since suffering his injury in week 12. Uh, limited practice to start this week. In post-practice media session, Lions head coach Rick Campbell said that he felt penalties were the deciding factor in the loss of Toronto. No shit. And is something that they will look to improve in week 19. Good. Saturday is fan appreciation night at BC Lions. Winnipeg game. Uh... Ryan Phillips shares his favorite memories playing at BC Place. Boring. Uh, Calgary. Sam Peters had a bye over Thanksgiving weekend. Will host Hamilton. Dave Dickinson felt his team was growing, approaching the bye, and hopes to continue building upon that momentum. Yeah, this is really boring. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm not doing this. this is, there's just nothing there. Hey, I'm going to go back over to where can we go? Let's go to Facebook. Got something you want to talk about, Rudy? Um, not really. There wasn't the U article. Not that important. There's an article about Fajardo bitching about the pressure of being a quarterback in Saskatchewan. Other than that, you know, that's a he's, not, he's not doing a very good job about it. So why would we talk about that? Exactly. Let's see. Um. Did you see that thing about the uh, uh, Homer Simpson? Bill goes into a corner. Yes, I did. That was pretty funny. And Doug Doug Flutie shows up. Yeah. I can honestly say I've never, never watched an episode of The Simpsons. And, uh, yep. That that would be kind of funny. But, it was funny. It was funny. You can probably find the, the clip online, so. That's where I saw it. I don't watch The Simpsons either. So Right. Okay, so um, top five vote-getters. We're, right now we're in the let's vote for um, your, your all-stars, right? Number two all-star. Yeah, it's on, it's on CFL.ca. And you can go there and pick your all-stars for each position. You vote on it. I don't know if this voting actually means anything. I think it's the CFL uh, media that actually vote on the all-stars. But right now, out of all of the, the, the voting, uh, Zach, uh, Nathan Rourke is in second place behind Zach Caleros. Not bad for somebody who only played yeah. half a season. Nope. That's true. Well, he should be here. 
What was that, Rudy? I said he should be there, too. Like, who are you going to put above him? Well, yeah, I mean, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, Jake Mayer, and uh, Dane Evans are, are are in third, fifth, fourth, and fifth, respectively. I mean, seriously. None you know, of those guys are all-stars. He had a shake start to the season, but McBath wasn't too bad this year. Yeah. He wasn't amazing either. No, but there's not. Actually, I thought he was pretty amazing. I still think the guy can throw the ball. And he's so. You ever look at that guy? That guy is just weird looking. He reminds me of Wolverine or something. Yes. Yes. But he he has an amazing arm on him. He can throw the ball down the field. It he has does. terrible does. accuracy. Yeah. He's not a consistent quarterback in that regard. And and in reality, he's only good between the 20s. He's very poor at putting the ball in the end zone. Well, now that he's got his yeah. chemistry down with his receivers, he's been, he's been all right. He's been all right with Daniels and Banks. Yeah. I still don't think the kid is that, I mean I don't think they're gonna win the East with What's their that? head coach. I still don't think they're gonna win their the East who's with gonna, their head coach. Who's gonna beat him? Who's gonna beat him? Possibly Montreal. I have about as much faith in Danny Machocha as a coach as I do in Ryan Dinwiddie. Well, that's a sad reality. That could be your Eastern final right now. You, you still can't count Hamilton and Ottawa out. They both have life <laughs> towards this playoffs. Do you guys think Hamilton's going to get in this year? I don't. Get in what? The playoffs? The playoffs. Well, it, it, what, do you think Ottawa's going to take him out? Saskatchewan's not going to. I, I think Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan is not over. going to cross over. Why not? How? Because they won't. Well, they have up. two games against Calgary. Riders are not going to win another game. Well, what if they win one against the Calgary? And Hamilton mm-hmm. takes two from Ottawa. Hamilton's in. Ottawa takes two from Calgary or from Hamilton. They got to take a third one from from Calgary. And that's yeah. if, if you're saying Saskatchewan could beat Calgary, then it's not unrealistic that Ottawa can as well. Well, one time, we'll see what Calgary does. We'll see what no. they. If, we'll see how important a home playoff game is to Calgary. 
It's bloody important. Well, I would think so. You're you're going to be playing in colder, similar weather in Winnipeg uh, as to what you'd be playing in Calgary opposed to BC. BC, you're playing inside. The weather's if the nasty's outside. You close the roof. By the looks of it, the roof would be open. I don't know. I. I honestly, we've gone over this. I honestly do not believe the riders are going to get the crossover. They would have to take one of two, at least one of two games possibly both games from Calgary. Calgary is fighting for a home playoff position right now. They want the money. They want the fans. They want the home field. Um, Calgary's going to fucking wash the floor with the riders. See, I'd like to, I'd like to see Sass get back in just because, uh, I don't know. I'd like to see more teams from the West make it. If the West crossover, it just proves that the West is better again. Uh, call Will back, DJ. Call Will back? What happened to Will? Yeah. You lost him. Oh, William. I can't copy this thing. I have to write it down. Hang on. But, yeah, if Saskatchewan made it in, it would just make the West look even better again. I'm not saying I want them to win. I just want if they got in along with Winnipeg, D.C., Calgary, it would look good for the West. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm perfectly okay with Saskatchewan failing on that one miserably. Um, I I actually uh, called him, called Saskatchewan to be the last place team in the West this year. Uh, I just didn't think well, uh, Edmonton was going to be as pathetic as they are. You you picked them to be last. I don't remember if I picked them to be third or fourth. Yeah, here comes Will. Hello, I'm here. Hey, sorry, buddy. Hello. I don't okay. know what happened. I, I didn't do it. My, I didn't do it. I was just sitting here in my phone went dead. So, yeah. I, I was I was about to say, I, I I'm I'm getting the impression just listening to you two guys, Rudy. I think Rudy believes that Saskatchewan is a better team than Calgary. No, I don't. He said. Okay. Well, you're saying that they're okay. going to beat Calgary. I'm saying okay. they could beat them in one and game I... out of the two. Yeah, but if they split with Calgary and Hamilton lost, Saskatchewan would still get the crossover. Who's Hamilton going to lose to Ottawa? They could. 
Ottawa beat Saskatchewan can make the playoffs. I don't think it's very big. I don't think it's a. The odds are great for that right now. In fact, I would say they're actually stacked against the Riders right now. But it's possible. Oh, oh, some of them, some of them think they're done. Hamilton has three games. They need to win one. Saskatchewan's not going to beat Calgary. So Hamilton well, has might. to have they one might. out of three games. Is that all Hamilton needs oh, is if, one out of three? Do, if no, Saskatchewan Hamilton loses the two to Calgary, if, if, if Riders do not win a game against Calgary, which I don't think they will, Hamilton needs to win one game out of three. Okay, so what if Saskatchewan wins two of three? Then uh, Hamilton has to win three of three. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Now they play Calgary at home. But and, do you and honestly think? Do you honestly think the Riders can win two games against Calgary? No, I think they could maybe win one though. Okay. So then that means Hamilton has to win two out of three. And then the Riders aren't in. Right. And I think Hamilton's going to win one out of three, but we'll see what happens. Like, I think Calgary... Well, you know what? I don't necessarily know that because... uh... The receiving core is pretty depleted these days. So, for who? We'll see what happens. Uh, Malik Henry is out. Um, That's one of them. He's the biggest one. Um, Yeah, so. They have to start another new right or left offensive tackle as well. Because uh, what's his name got broke his ankle two weeks ago. Come on, we know this guy, black guy, big black guy, the mouthpiece, the mouthpiece, the mouthpiece. <laughs> what's Derek his name? Dennis. I said Derek name Dennis. So Derek? yeah, Derek Dennis. Yes. So then, so then they replaced him with Josh Coker, and Josh Coker tore his bicep last week, so he's out for the rest of the year. So now they've got to put a third guy in there. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah, well, I, I, maybe. I, just, I really don't see it happening. And if you never, well, you never know, though. If you think about it, if you think about it, last game of the year, if it means nothing for Calgary, they're going to put in Bo Levi Mitchell so he can audition for Saskatchewan, and he might play with pretty well if he's looking for a new job next year. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think the last game of the season for Calgary is going to be meaningful. We'll see. Well, because right now that means that BC has to win one game out of this depleted Winnipeg team or the Edmonton game. 
right? Right. BC yeah, has a season series on Calgary. Calgary has to win outright. They have to be two games ahead of BC. So if BC who wins is, one game, first two. Yes. Who, who is BC's current backup quarterback? Antonio Pipkin. Oh, is it? And is what's-his-name not better yet, Michael O'Connor? He has gone for the season. Oh, is he gone for the season? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're on a quarterback. Yeah, so I would, I would, I'm thinking, you know what? If Rourke isn't going to come back or if he's not going to come back till, say, the Western final, if they make it that far, I would assume that they probably would rest Trevor Harris, or not Trevor Harris, would rest the Vag. So, because, you know. Oh, I don't think so. He needs needs as much playing time with those receivers as he possibly can. He is going to play every minute of every game right up to that point in time, unless they put Nathan Rourke in to get him some game time. That's the only way that... Yeah, but... Yeah, but Vernon Adams gets hurt, then they got fucking Jonathan Pipkin as their starter. Yeah, now that's scary. Antonio. And Antonio. Antonio. Now that's scary. But yeah, but that's my question. If uh, say if Vag starts looking real consistent and good, are you keeping him in in the playoffs? Or are you going to throw Rourke back in? Who knows? Are you going to throw Rourke back in? You're going to throw Rourke in. If Rourke if Rourke can play, if Rourke can play, he's going to start. It's that simple. Fucking yeah. right. It's kind of pointless to bring him back yeah, if he's yeah. not going to play. Yeah. Right. No. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I. So. I think he'd look good. It's not like he hurt his shoulder or his arm. No, it, it's his foot, and hopefully it, it's healed and he can at least be mobile. But, you know, the, the, he had a training camp with those receivers before, and he looked amazing. He's not had that that time with them, right? That's lacking. That's that's a long time ago. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I am really hesitant. I, I think – BC's best chance is with Nathan Rourke. I'm just not getting overly excited about our chances of winning. I'm, I'm just not. Okay. Um, it's going to be a better game with him than without him. Right, so we have to do it. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 506. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. And uh, it's been awesome talking football with you. This is going to be a stellar, stellar weekend of football. Every game is important to somebody. So get out there and watch football. Hang on. Am I right? Yes, every game is important to somebody. So every game is going to be good. It's going to be balls to the wall for someone. Uh, You guys take care. Have a good one. Two games Friday, two games Saturday. Rudy, say goodnight. Night, everyone. Uh, go Stamps and well.
Yeah. Hey, William, say goodnight to your dear, dear... Goodnight, everybody. And the one thing we didn't talk about tonight was the was the Halifax Schooners. When is that going to happen? We only know. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. Watch football. Why don't we talk about that Saskatoon?